0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.
1: Hey everybody, it's Adam. Live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam. Wonder who he'll interview. To celebrate Karen Mason's upcoming 70th birthday on March 30th, this acclaimed Broadway actress and 13-time Mac Award-winning cabaret icon returns to bear it all about lessons learned. From vocal issues to Rebecca, one of Broadway's biggest musical theater scandals, to not having a Broadway contract renewed, Karen Mason is bearing it all with Call Me Adam. So what is one mistake you made early on in your career that became a life lesson you take with you to this day?
0: Well... Probably the thing that I think I did not learn early enough in my career was to be a little bit more proactive for myself. Mm. I um, have never, i listen, I think I lived a little bit with that Disney Cinderella, you know, um, I'm going to be chosen type <laughs> thing mm-hmm. My Prince Charming, the Prince Charming who's going to come along and- make my career, make me a huge success. And, you know, I always envisioned I would be Barbara Streisand or I would be Judy Garland. I mean, who goes into this business thinking, you know, I'm just going to be, uh, you know, I'm just going to be working. I think yeah. most people go into it thinking I'm going to be a star. I've got mm-hmm. it. Of course they do. And I was not necessarily as proactive as I should have been. Mm-hmm. I was not. I just went along and, you know, we had had fun and had a great time. And that was enough. Mm -hmm. I wish I had been a little bit more proactive. Mm -hmm. I think when opportunities came to Brian and myself, I think we turned them down because of either we didn't have enough confidence in what we were doing. Mm -hmm. We didn't feel that that was right for us. Um, I think that I, I wish I had been a little smarter. It's interesting to me to watch young people now. You know, it's kind of now the exact opposite. Now everything is about brand, and mm-hmm. that word just kills me. Mm-hmm. Everybody uses the word brand. You're not a brand yet, Right. but... <laughs> But that's kind of the other, it's like the pendulum has swung the other way. Mm -hmm. And it's all about marketing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with us, it was, let's just try to create who we want to be. And we will be discovered. And Mm -hmm. somewhere halfway between is probably where everybody should be.
1: Yes. Yes. What what is something, what would you say? is something you did now, like, like you were saying, you didn't really advocate for yourself. Mm -hmm. So what's, can you have an example of like, you did advocate for yourself and you got this role or you got to, you know, perform this concert or,
0: Um, yeah, um, I, well, it's more about within a, a role that I had Uh that I advocated for myself one time. It didn't work for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you know, but Hey, it's not always going to, when you advocate for yourself uh one time it, it led to my being uh, not renewed mm. um, and the other time but during um love never dies as a matter of fact there uh, there were a couple of things that were difficult for me mm. and I did advocate for myself huh. and that was a big thing and I it was so nice when somebody said, Oh, we understand, we see what you're saying, let us think about it and come back to you. Mm. And it was like, What?
2: Wow. This is how it works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn, I would have done this a lot earlier. But it's it's more a it's it was about doing it calmly, not mm-hmm. getting hysterical and not going off the rails, you know, yelling and screaming. It was about here's what I need, here's what I need to accomplish what i um what i need you know if i want to accomplish if you want me to do a great job here's what i i'm thinking i need mm-hmm. at this moment mm-hmm. and to their credit they listened and and uh, and worked with me on it not all producers do
1: right right but that's great that they did
0: that is great yeah. that they did yeah, yeah.
1: so then what, what was the show where it didn't work out which what you got <sighs> did you get cuz actually that's, that's sort of like Goes into one of my questions. Have you ever been fired from a show? And if, I've not uh, been
0: fired, uh-huh. but I've been not renewed, uh-huh. which felt like firing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was okay. I am bearing it all with you now, yes. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to let me win the next Scrabble game. Okay.
1: All right. Bear, bear.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. Um, uh, it was Mama Mia, actually. Mm. And uh, you know, listen, Mamma Mia was a tough show because we were right around 9-11. Mm-hmm. We were in rehearsals when 9-11 happened. And everybody was very um, tense. And, you know, and it's that in that intensity comes out in trying to overcome mm-hmm. um, uh, being tense. hmm a lot of times when you're trying so hard to not be tense and to focus on doing this show um it I was going through uh, again it was that lack of self-confidence in what I was doing mm-hmm. and during rehearsals I had felt like I was not being utilized. Mm in the way that I thought I was going to be utilized in this, you know, this is going to be a big hit. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody doubted that. And I had one of the stars of the show. I was not the star Hmm. Louise was, but I was one of the stars. Yes. And I had seen the show in Chicago and thought, Oh, Tanya is this. And I can't wait to get, and suddenly the dynamics shifted a little bit yeah. and Tanya wasn't the way that I had expected it was going to be. And I freaked out all over the place, uh-huh. mostly at home. Uh-huh. And at one point saying, you know, I, <laughs> my poor husband is like, I have the covers over my face going, I'm not going into rehearsal. I'm not going, in. I'm not going in. They hate me. They hate me. And. I did not scope out the personality of the director well enough mm. and went in and just said I I I don't understand quite what's happening. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like um I, I you know I I feel like I'm not doing enough, not kind of uh you know like it's I'm not an integral part of what's going on. I perhaps even said I'm not sure that you really like what I'm doing. You know, talk about leaving yourself set up for (laughs) failure. Yeah. You know, let me tell you how you think I'm doing. And, uh, you know, I got the, the typical pat on the head. No, darling, you're doing a great job, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, nine months later, I don't get a renewal. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was hard, but they let about five people go.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Um, Principals and, uh, uh, you know, and and people in the ensemble, they let a lot of people go. Mm. But, you know, at that point, we didn't know that was kind of their MO. Mm. And they just liked turnover Mm
2: -hmm. until,
0: you know, later on when they were happy you know, to have people who wanted to stay Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and they ended up with great people. So, but at that time to know that Judy and Louise both got renewed and I did not was, Mm -hmm. I knew it for three months and I, uh, I, I tried to, I, I sent notes, I sent letters, I sent emails. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure why this is happening. I have been here every night. I've never missed a show. I do my job. You know, blah, 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 blah. And again, it was, we know you've done a fine job. Thank you so much. You -hmm. know, we know you'll be really great from now on. And uh, I got nowhere. So um, I got bagged.
1: Wow. And what did that moment teach you? (laughs)
0: Um, Well, to maybe be a little bit more, um, instead of coming at it with, I'm not you don't like me Mm -hmm. to come at it with, how do I make this, uh, your vision? Mm
1: -hmm. Sort of like what you did with love never dies. And by going to them to say, this is what I need to do a really great job. Is that something that we could work in? Yeah. How do we make
0: this happen where it's, yeah. And, uh, you know, that is age that's growing up. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, Becoming uh, self reliant and and uh, scoping out, being a little bit more um, clever Mm -hmm. about approaching people. I always thought I was a people person, possibly until that moment. (laughs) And then then I realized, nah, you kind of missed the boat on that one, (laughs) Kara. But
1: you came back. You came back around and. Now you're back to being a people person.
0: Yeah. Well, Harvey Firestein. Harvey Firestein. I saw him at a, a some uh, street thing. You know, it was some Broadway street presentation, and he said, because uh, I knew him from Torch Song Trilogy, and um, you know, he was so kind, and he said, look, everybody's gotten fired. Don't let it you know, tra- traumatize you to the point that you can't move. I yeah. said, well, it's a little late for that. I'm already traumatized, <laughs> but thank you. You know, it's good to know that everybody for the most part has gone through something similar. Yes. It's hard. Yes. It's very hard.
1: Yes, definitely. I was actually talking to Annie Golden last week and um, she too, she she hadn't been fired, but Uh, she like also had, um, not moved forward after doing, um, a workshop for, uh, um, hands on a hard body. She didn't move forward with the productions.
0: That's hard. Yes. No, you put such investment Mm -hmm. in it. Oof. Yes. Let's actually take a
1: quick break. And when we come back, we'll find out more lessons Karen has learned. And then we'll end the interview with my famous question. So don't go anywhere. We have much more with Karen Mason.
0: Priceline presents, go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful.
2: It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests
0: or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price, with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right,
1: see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year.
2: Or, mm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. For the fourth year in a row, Dawn is partnering with iHeartRadio for Can't Cancel Pride, a campaign that has raised over $11 million for the LGBTQ community. Dawn continuously strives to celebrate visibility and inclusivity for all. And that means supporting amazing organizations like Centerlink, providing safe spaces where over 52,000 community members go each week to receive critical and life-saving services. Dawn is there for your home or your home away from home. So visit can'tcancelpride.com
0: to learn more. Hey everyone. my name is Karen Mason and you're listening to Bearing it all with call me Adam
1: speaking of of, of like struggles in the um so in the eighties and in the nineties you actually had some vocal issues uh, mm-hmm. in the eighties you you uh one of your vocal cords would like got like stuck like wouldn't move it was
0: paralyzed yes
1: yeah and then in the nineties uh you had other vocal issues actually from working with a vocal teacher and was causing like uh, a lot of singing issues for you. Um, So what did those experiences teach you about yourself, the way you want to, you know, the way you sing and, you know.
0: I don't know if it taught me so much. uh, Well, perhaps the paralysis. No, I take that back. Actually, both of them did teach me that I'm uh, stronger than I give myself credit for. Mm. Um, and that I, uh, you know, I. In one case, it did um, teach me that perhaps sometimes I'm too trusting,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and always give other people credit for give. You know, you when you give over the power of, uh, uh, that they know so much more than you. That even when you can hear it in your voice, or you know it, it can't. This can't be right. That you still. Give them the power of knowing things, and um, the paralysis uh, taught me that I was stronger than I I let on. That was a hard thing. It was. They said it was like Bell's palsy,
2: mm-hmm. and it
0: could. It's just an airborne virus. Mm. And then all of a sudden, poof! You know, I was talking like this, and I could hardly. And it mm. it was really. It came back after five months, mercifully. But um, you know, I, I, uh, it taught me to value my voice, to value the m- this moment that I have it, mm. and to work hard to keep more of these moments in the future. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I've been lucky in that I keep pursuing. <laughs> I guess you know, I guess it's lucky I keep pursuing to find uh, the right people to be to have around me. Yes. To have to teach me to mm-hmm. learn from. And I've found some really great people along the way. And that's good. I I have learned to trust my instincts a little bit more than I did earlier on. That's good. Yeah, why couldn't I get this earlier in life? This is what <laughs> I don't know.
1: That's what life is all about. <laughs>
0: I guess. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, so that actually sort of goes into my next question. What's something you wish you could tell your younger self that you um that you know now that maybe would have prevented a mistake or a heartache?
0: Probably trust your instincts. Mm-hmm. When it feels wrong, it probably is wrong for you. yeah. um, and instincts, you know, we're uh, listen, from the age we grow up, it's about not trusting your instincts. Mm-hmm. It's about always trust authority. I still have issues with authority. I'm, you know, old for Christ's sake, <laughs> and I still have issues with authority. And, um, you know, trust authority. They know, and no matter what your instincts are telling you. Yeah. And I wish, I wish, I my younger self would have trusted all of her instincts not Mm -hmm. just the ones there were i had some pretty good ones that led me to brian Mm -hmm. you know that kept me close to brian and i found my husband who's a you know and uh but some of those instincts i ignored usually when it had to do with authority Mm -hmm. uh and i i i wish that i had been better at that Mm -hmm. earlier
1: and um my two more questions on the lesson learned. Uh, what did you learn from the whole Rebecca scandal? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Well, I learned. Let's see. What did I learn from Rebecca? I probably learned um, not to put so many eggs in one basket, as they say.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I've always been somebody who I have lived a lot of my life in expectation of what's going to happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, when this happens, oh, am I going to be happy?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
0: I think for that, that was going to be in my head, it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I don't know if there is an it. Mm-hmm. But in my head, that was going to be it. Yeah. That was going to be the role that put me on the map. That mm. people would actually pay attention. Mm. Uh, oops! And uh, they did, but for totally different reasons. <laughs> and it—it um, it was. Uh, uh, I listen. I was very proud to be part of that company. Mm-hmm. Because it was a real, it was a company of a lot of menches, a mm. uh, lot of great people that were going to be in that show. We were going to have a great time, and wow. with that amazing artistic staff, it would have been so brilliant. Ah, mm. uh, well, you know, yeah. you gotta. It, it, it. I had nothing to do with that, so right. you just right. kind of have to sit back and watch as the parade goes by. But uh, I, I was. Uh, I was, it took me a long time. You know, what, what happens is you start then going into auditions and having to prove that you were really worth what Rebecca was going to be. Mm. Um, And uh, that's not a great place to be, but um, I, I guess that is the lesson that I learned is, is not to always make that, that thing, the, the one that's going to make, don't, don't put too much pressure on every expectation. Yes.
1: Yes. That's a great lesson.
0: It's hard to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And my last question for this section is, uh, what have you learned from playing your favorite game on your phone? (laughs) (laughs)
0: That <laughs> <laughs> i know more words than i actually thought um and i love oh scrabble just i love it i do the crossword every day in the new york times
1: mm.
0: i've even gotten through a lot of the saturdays oh wow i know and um i i, I just love it i i love the idea first of all it's competitive and i mm-hmm. i Realized I really do like to compete, <laughs> and <laughs> and I I just love the the uh, the words that I get to know because mm-hmm. you know you'll use a word and I'll go what is that word, <laughs> and then you see the you know the definition of it. It's like oh I'm gonna store that up for next time. Yeah. Um, it's and it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It keeps especially during COVID. It's kind of kept me. Very happy. Yeah. Very happy. Yes. It's
1: so a weird little
0: connection, isn't it? It is.
1: It is. Yeah. And it it, it, it it really happened. I mean, for us playing together, it happened because you posted on social media that you were getting ready to play Scrabble, I guess, with your <laughs> husband at home. And I was like, Oh my god, you play Scrabble and I was <laughs> playing it on my phone and then poof the <laughs> nugget. Here we go. Here we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then you whoop my ass.
1: Yes, but now I will let you win because you have no, no.
0: You cannot let me win. You cannot let me win. Even though I said that earlier, ignore that. It's all about the competition.
1: No, no. I I don't even let my mom win. So, (laughs) ooh, yeah. You're tough. I, I, I'm always. I wouldn't say always, but I would say nine times out of 10, I'm winning. And my boyfriend's always like, can you let her win? And I go, no, it's a game. You know, that's <laughs> how it is. Well, now we're up to the final question. So I always end my interviews playing off of the title of my podcast, "Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. And I mean, you've already divulged so much in this interview. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have anything left, if you could bear it all and reveal something about yourself that you haven't talked about previously, what would you share with me today?
0: Hmm. Let's see. Probably, and this may come as a surprise, although, you know, I would maybe not. Okay. <laughs> I hold grudges for a very long time. Mm. For a very
1: long mm. time. That's something we have in common. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I have trouble letting go mm-hmm. of of those things. When when I feel somebody has hurt me or someone I love, mm-hmm. I I have a lot of trouble letting go of it. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Maybe that's something we can work on together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um I I just can't I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. I've had so much fun with you.
0: Oh, this has been great. Thank oh, good. you.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, where can everybody find you on social media?
0: Uh, KarenMason.com. Uh, they can find me on social media at Karen Mason. Uh, my page, I have my fan page, uh, Karen Mason Diva. If they want to send me a lot of cash <laughs> at Venmo, uh, they can come see me on Thursday nights. I do my Mason's making music at five o'clock Eastern for a half an hour Just a little bit of singing.
1: Terrific, terrific. (laughs) Well, everybody listening, connect with Karen on social media, watch her Thursday, uh, her Thursday shows. They're so much fun. And um, always remember here at the Broadway Podcast Network, we have hours of listening. So do keep listening.
0: He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the
1: story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had a little
2: for the business of show. Call me
1: Find more episodes of Bury It All with Call Me Adam everywhere you stream podcasts. For my print and video interviews, visit my website, callmeadam.com. Follow me on social media at callmeadamnyc on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And finally, if you really want to get involved, support my podcast on a deeper level by becoming a member of my Patreon family. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get a variety of backstage perks, including advance notice of interviews, the ability to submit a question to my guests, and everyone's favorite
0: swag.